for Wednesday, November 25, the 330th day of 2020. There are 36 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It is Thanksgiving Eve. We'll tell you about that. And even though in a COVID world we will still pay tribute, we will salute the American farmer with some help from our friends at the Wilson and Muir Bank. We'll do that this hour. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, but literally hair on fire. Hair I don't on even fire. know what's going to make of this. Your hair's down. Mess. Normally, yeah. it's going to be up by this oh, time. Oh, yeah. It It'll will be, be up, up before. A little bit. I do want to give everybody, I've been trying to prepare everyone for the last few weeks to get them ready, uh, to get them primed and ready for uh, Thanksgiving Day. And uh, I think it's important to go ahead and address the taboo issues of Thanksgiving dinner talk. Here are the things you don't talk about tomorrow. I know you've been wanting to talk about them a lot, but here's what you don't talk about at the table tomorrow. Everybody ready? Uh, don't talk about the presidential election. Don't talk about the money your brother-in-law owes you. Don't share all your children's amazing accomplishments. Don't mention how fat you feel. And don't ask the single person at the table uh, when they're going to get married. Okay, those are the that's not the that's not the entire list, but that's a good starter of I stuff agree. you stay away from. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry. Hey, how's Misty? Well, I'm out of things to talk about now, because in the country, that's all we talk about. It just occurred to me that you'll have to ask those questions via Zoom, because you won't be in the same room with your brother-in-law this year. No, I won't. Or everybody will be, you'll have to ask those questions on Zoom. Use the chat function. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't say it on the camera. Just type it into the Zoom chat and see who wants to weigh in on the, you know, I hadn't considered that. Have you been on one of those Zoom meetings where the meeting is happening on camera and vocal, but then someone wants to start a sub-meeting in the chat box? My my classes all have that. So we have a a full class chat, and then you can take it underground and just chat between yourselves. Mm-hmm. But I don't risk those things because I'm like, what if the teacher can't really see yeah, it and we prof- just think the, the, the professor, professor eventually right. the professor gets a transcript at the end of the meeting, right? Most uh, likely. No. In case you've wondered, here's why Thanksgiving is always on the fourth Thursday of November. Uh, why do we observe it this way? Well, the Farmers Almanac goes on to say that Thursday was a special day for Puritan colonists in New England with ministers giving a religious lecture on Thursday afternoon, so that could have contributed to the Thursday Thanksgiving tradition. But it was President Lincoln who proclaimed 18, in 1863 that Thanksgiving would be held the last Thursday of November. It took the trauma of the Civil War to make Thanksgiving a formal annual holiday. And so that's why we celebrate Thanksgiving when we do, where we do, and perhaps the day of the week that we do. Hmm. A little different this year. Uh, because of the pandemic, a lot of people are using this opportunity to tell their college kids not to come home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of parents saying, uh, I've got college-age kids. You've not been living in this house. You've been out going to the club and all these other places, <laughs> and so you can't come home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Have you? Do you know if you have college-age kids still? Mm-hmm. Do they have, I know you've not told them that. Do they have friends that have been told they can't come home? Not that I'm aware of, but uh, my the only one that's in college had COVID in August, still has the antibodies as far as we know, not too worried about her. Uh, but then yesterday I got to thinking about is she, can she carry even though she has antibodies? I think so. You think so? But when we had the conversation about the vaccine was mm-hmm. you could still carry even though you were vaccinated. Yeah, it takes thought, care of you, but it doesn't take care yeah, of people. Yeah, so then I, but she's already home, so... Mm-hmm. We're past the threshold of safety. At I this guess so. Point. The question was: Do do your kids have any friends that maybe have been told they can't come Not home? That I'm aware of. But the good news is they came home. Yours came home already, and they didn't bring a plus one. Like you know, you get that right. the strays. My so and so, their parents mm-hmm. wouldn't let them come home. So I thought I'd bring them home with me. Wait. 
<laughs> their own parents won't let them in their house, <laughs> right. but you're bringing them to our house. <laughs> right. No, thank you. Exactly. Uh, severe weather, including tornadoes, possible across the large portion of the south and the uh, Midwest just before Thanksgiving Day. Uh, more than 21 million people are at a marginal risk of severe weather today throughout Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, and Indiana. So that covers uh, Indy, Cincinnati, Louisville, Memphis, Nashville, all areas that are going to get uh, severe thunderstorm potential this afternoon. If you see it brewing out there in the Midwest, out around the Rockies and coming this way, it looks uh, ominous on the screen. So going to get some wind blowing this afternoon, be a rainy, windy day. And Friday features more sunshine and highs in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Another system moves in over the weekend, bringing rain late Sunday that may end in some snow or some snow flurries, depending upon where you are. Off to the north could be more snow. We could have more flurries, but then it'll feel like winter on Monday and may end next week feeling like winter. So if you've been hankering for it, that's just what we need to be stuck inside and wear a coat. Uh, thunderstorms windy today, rain chance 100%, a high of 64, scattered showers 49 tonight with 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, no rain and a high of 57 is what is being, um, forecasted. The Dow Jones industrial average closed above 30,000, no, traded above 30,000 yesterday for a brief period of time, which is a new watermark for the New York stock exchange. Uh, and, it was so important that President Trump came running from the Oval Office into the briefing room <laughs> and was in there for 62 seconds just to do a little victory lap on the stock market trading above uh, 30000 for the first time in history. And then he basically took credit for it, patted himself on the back, and then headed back to the yeah. Oval Office. So jumped up 440 points wow. uh, yesterday at one point, which is a... 1.5% gain. Of course, he's going to take some credit for that. And um, I, I don't know exactly what the market is reacting to, but the Biden transition team, they, they're also taking some go oh, look. Look how much confidence. Now that the transition has begun, look how much confidence the market is showing. But the, um, the next president, Biden, is declaring, and a lot of his cabinet appointees, which looks like an extension of the Obama administration. Mm. I mean, John Kerry. Right. Who screwed up the Iran deal? Good, he's back. Yeah. Uh, but Biden said America is back. <laughs> well, and then a lot of his cabinet appointees said America is back. You served up a softball to President Trump because right. he's going to say, "Yeah, it's back," because I made America great America, again. Right? Exactly. I mean, it. You, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> There has never been a president <laughs> ever achieve peace in the Middle East, and Trump accomplished it. Yeah, yeah. Now we're going to bring John Kerry back to mess it all up. Mm -hmm. It's like the kid that goes into the tent and makes a mess of everything and then leaves. That's John Kerry. With you know my face. favorite John Kerry joke. John Kerry walks into a bar and somebody says, why the long face? America's back. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Yeah, some shady. Shade is back. Uh, health officials saying that this Thanksgiving could be a make or break for the United States in response to the virus. And it is. Um, 6.3 million people traveling by air. Yeah, that's amazing. And and, and here, I think happening? what I've seen in the media or national news coverage, a lot of people ha a lot of people made decisions about traveling via air based upon the the coverage they were seeing two weeks ago. Or three weeks ago of airports not being busy. And look, oh, there's nobody at the airport. I'll be able to fly home. Guess what? Everybody else decided that same thing and then showed up. And when they got to the airport, went, it's way more crowded than I thought it was going to be. So what can, what can go wrong? But the point is, is that we've spent the entire, since middle of March until now, trying to fight this thing off. Right. And if apathy wins tomorrow, today, tomorrow, and this weekend, then we see numbers the likes of what we could have never dreamed yeah. of seeing, considering where we started earlier on in the year. So it uh, uh, here in Kentucky, Governor Bashir reporting 2,690 new cases yesterday. 162,838 is the rolling total. 17 new deaths. The positivity rate slightly down. And I think the positivity rate being at 8.82, that is not... 
uh, that is not to be heard as a signal to say, okay, well, then we can relax. No, it, it's a signal, I think, that would bear out that says people's attention. We have people's attention right. more fully in the last couple of weeks because guess what? It didn't go away after Election Day. Uh, now that it's no longer being politicized, it's it's still here. It's still fact. And a lot of people saying, okay, we have to be more diligent. And we have to uh, dig in to, to get the fight. And that means that the positive, I'd like to see the positivity rate drop again today. I'd like to see it drop again tomorrow, even if it's a, a tenth of a percentage point, so that we can head in the, we need to be stair stepping in the other direction rather than on the uh, click, 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 click of the roller coaster that we've been hearing. For the last few days, uh, 1,658 hospitalizations, that is uh, up a little bit. And remember, you see hospitalizations rise two to three weeks after you see your positivity rate jump. Mm -hmm. And so we'll continue to see those hospitalizations go up until we can get the hospi uh, the positivity rate to go down. And then we should, should see some relief in that regard. Ventilators increased Four patients to 207 people. So 207 people, uh, 207 Kentuckians currently on a ventilator. Governor Bashir did say in his briefing yesterday, this is a quote from him, said, I just had a story told to me about somebody's 75-year-old aunt at a grocery store being yelled at because she was wearing a mask and even pushed. Yeah, that makes you a real tough guy, doesn't it? Don't be a jerk. Are people doing this? Are people, I can see, I can, I understand there are young people out there that would make fun of their peers or other people for wearing a mask, but it, I understand he's telling this story as truth, but I'm having a hard time believing this. I, I have seen people bullied for not wearing a mask. Yeah. That yeah. Not for sense. wearing a mask. Right. I just why bother why bother an older person for wearing a mask? Um, I, who's to? I mean, I don't know if it's true. I don't know the mental condition of the person who's being the jerk. But it right. was just weird for him to tell that story and thought, who's who's doing that? Uh, yesterday afternoon, the Grayson County Health Department released its second coronavirus update in a couple of days. Director Josh Embry said ten new cases of the virus confirmed since Monday raising the uh, total to 900 since the beginning in Grayson County. No new deaths were reported, thank God. Uh, but uh, that was as of the update yesterday. The death toll is at 25. Uh, also an increase, the Grayson County School District has had five additional COVID cases confirmed since Thursday by the latest update. Twin Lakes Regional Medical Center offering some uh, advice and some news heading into the long holiday weekend. A lot of people... Um, your dis your primary care physicians their their clinics are having a different schedule so it might not be as easy for as you might if you were to become symptomatic and they say well I'll just call or I'll get in tomorrow or I'll call and see if they can work me in it's going to be a long holiday weekend tomorrow a lot of people off on Friday of course Saturdays and Sundays are your normal weekend closures so uh, Twin Lakes Regional Medical Center offering some advice that it is important that if you become symptomatic, be proactive because a lot of the treatments that they're now able to give you, the longer you wait, they become um, – there's less likelihood that they can administer those or they become effective if you wait. So if you were to become symptomatic, say, this evening – and say, well, how, if, it, if it gets worse, I might be there. I'll go in on Monday. Well, if you wait until Monday, then maybe some of these new uh, drugs like uh, remdesivir, mm -hmm. which they can now uh, administer at Twin Lakes Regional. FDA has given healthcare providers the green light. It's what the president had had. And then there were uh, at least one other drug, um, Bam Bam, Chicka Bam Bam, Waka Waka. I just called it the second drug. Yeah. Bam, Bam, Lana, Vimabab, go on with your bad self. Yeah, is what it's called. Yes, Bab, Bam, Lana, vi, Vimab. I think you got it. Yeah, old black good. Betty Malvin. <laughs> I was getting ready to say the same thing. Bam, Bam, <laughs> Twin Lakes Regional is saying <laughs> it is always critically important to practice the three W's: wear a mask, wash your hands, and watch. Your distance. That's what I'm going to do all weekend. I'm going to wear one of those big hula hoops. It's got six f yeah. feet, yeah. It's 12 feet in diameter, but it's six feet all the way around mm -hmm. me. Nobody get inside my bubble. You're not allowed. 
It's going to be hard to decorate the Christmas tree doing that. You may be the Christmas tree. <laughs> I, will, I would definitely look like one. Just just throw a blanket over me. They may and, put tinsel on you. It'll work. Oh, you got a new six-foot tree. Yeah. Uh, payments that are part of a federal program to aid those unemployed because of the ongoing pandemic will end this weekend under federal rules, affecting nearly 4,700 Kentuckians. I thought that number sounded low. I don't know the particulars that's a, that's on this. A typo. But, uh, I think that's like four Maybe. Million. But the Labor Cabinet <laughs> said yesterday in a release, on Monday the U.S. Department of Labor notified the state agency that the number of people receiving extended benefit unemployment insurance as a percentage of the labor force had fallen below the qualifying threshold for the state to continue dispersing funds under the program. As a result, the state will be barred from such payments for a minimum of 13 weeks. Uh, the traditional unemployment insurance is still available, but I don't really know. Again, thank, thankfully, I've not had to explore the nuts and bolts of this, uh, but it makes me wonder, does this news mean for many people, well, back to work? Well, maybe two things here. Andy couldn't get the unemployment system to work properly anyway. Remember those 100,000 people that never did get get filed properly. And then two, we've shut down restaurants again. So all of the servers are – so my daughter serves. She filed, and they told her she could not come back and actually file until December 3rd. So you're going to see a huge influx on December 3rd or the 1st of December filing from the shutdown on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to see. change drastically. You're going to see it go the other direction. An intoxicated Falls of Rough Man twice crossed the lanes of travel on Sadler Road before hitting an embankment and flipping the vehicle. Uh, on Monday, about 3.30, the Sheriff's Office, uh, Litchfield Fire, Grayson County EMS responded to the 1600 block of Sadler Road where 68-year-old Donnie Stevenson had crashed a Buick LaCrosse. The northbound Stevenson lost control of Buick, entered the southbound lane, and nearly left the roadway made uh, a hard turn back and then left the roadway, struck the embankment, flipped the vehicle. He was given a field sobriety test and arrested. Stevenson refused a breathalyzer test and treatment by EMS, and at Twin Lakes Regional, he refused a blood draw. Uh, according to the uh, Grayson County uh, Sheriff's Office, he was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. Groups of uh, groups will offer hydroponic grow kits in eastern Kentucky. A couple of groups are teaming up to give indoor hydroponic grow kits to more than 1,600 children and their families in Kentucky. The kits are provided through a partnership between Save the Children and agriculture tech leader App Harvest. It will go to people in six eastern Kentucky counties. The counties are Floyd, Harlan, Knott, Leslie, Owsley, and Perry. The goal is to educate children in the region about growing their own nutritious food. Participants will receive seeds and other supplies, and live instruction is also available. Uh, a few years ago for Christmas, Miss Buckles, you got one of these kits for Christmas. I did. That had a light canopy on the top, yes. and then it had those pod systems in there. And I just, I kind of enjoyed seeing uh, in the winter, indoors, seeing things go from seed to seedling and yes. then be planted out. Out. It mm-hmm. was kind of a, it's a neat little project. It really uh, is. Kind of shows you how. And that's great for those kids. How how it works. And uh, apparently UK basketball is going to happen tonight. Uh, it's not going to happen on Friday. Their game on Friday has canceled. But uh, it sounds like that uh, UK is ready to play basketball this evening. Uh, many of us thought maybe it, it wouldn't come. But it is finally, finally here. We'll have coverage for you this afternoon. So anyway, there are the headlines. Going to get to a break. Uh, we will not be deterred in saluting the American farmer this year. We'll talk about that and more coming up here on In the Gnome. The wake up early, do a little studying, take the dog out, finish that audio book until the very end. Finish that workout, then stop by McDonald's for breakfast and somehow manage to do it all before that 10 a.m. meeting meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Like a savory sausage biscuit and hash browns bundle or sausage McMuffin and hash browns bundle for just $2 each. Price and participation may vary. Do not be combined with combo. Hey, look, a box of Christmas photos. Oh, did you see this one? Remember that talking teddy bear we gave to Junior? <laughs> Huge win. Almost worth the frostbite waiting for the store to open on Black Friday. Eh, 
Almost. These days, the only thing I'd be willing to brave the cold for is a new iPhone. You know, funny you'd say that. This Black Friday, Bluegrass Cellular has iPhone 11 for $15 a month. That sounds like a deal worth braving the cold for. Even better news? You don't have to. Black Friday lasts all week long at Bluegrass Cellular, so we'll have plenty of time to shop. Perfect. Just think of all the new memories we'll capture with iPhone 11 this holiday season. I know. We can capture all our holiday cheer with this stunning video quality. Sold. I'm ready to shop now. Since when are you excited to shop? Since I can buy a new phone from my old phone and go pick it up. Ah, very clever of you. Restrictions apply. Available now in-store or online. Bluegrass Cellular. Black Friday expanded. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Today is Jukebox Day. It is also Parfait Day today. I love both of those. Now I can handle a parfait. Everybody love cake. Pumpkin parfait. And it is a shopping reminder day today. One month from Christmas Day. Yeah. November Crazy. 25th. I'm not, I'm not going out this year for Black Friday. No. Well, it's because who would know when Black Friday is? It's not on Friday anymore. Well, no, I would still. But, I mean, they're still open, but we're not. I'm not going out this year. It would not be Thanksgiving Eve unless I had a conversation with Bob Hatfield from Wilson and Muir Bank. Uh, he joins us by phone. Good morning, Bob. Welcome. Good morning, Mark. Good to talk to you. <laughs> we're having to do this in a completely different format and a different way <laughs> than we have. Uh, but for now the last 26 years, I've had the privilege of uh, standing uh, by you and talking to you on the eve right. of Thanksgiving at Wilson and Muir Bank. Um, tell people what we do on this day. Well, we celebrate the farmer uh, all across the country, and uh, especially in Grayson County. Uh, it is one of our biggest industries, and uh, probably the most money goes into the farming every year uh, that's redistributed to this county. And uh, we're very committed at Wilson Muir to uh, help the farmer. Uh, we offer all kind of loans, uh, livestock, dairy, operating, tractors, combine, trucks, real estate loans. And we're very, very interested in the farming community and what they do for us. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I started wondering, it's like, well, what does the salute to the American farmer look like during COVID-19? And I talked with uh, Ryan, and, and he said, oh, no, we're, we're still saluting. You know, we're not going to be right. able to do lunch for the masses like we normally do, but we certainly are not going to yep. miss an opportunity to uh, to salute and tribute the hardworking farmers. In fact, with some food insecurity issues, this year, Bob, it may be more important than ever that we realize where our food comes from true and i, I think if this pandemic pandemic has uh, uh caused us to realize that people out here every day are uh making the food that we eat uh raising cattle uh hogs chickens uh whatever the source of meat is or uh source of vegetables or whatever we are committed to these people now probably the government even more than ever to try to keep everybody fed, and that's one of the problems in this country is everybody has not got a 100% meal every day. Sure. And, and I, I I worry about that and think about some of the older people. They say one in seven is uh, not well fed, and that's just – but uh, the American farmer is a, a tribute to that. He's doing everything he can. And I think this year has shown how strong we are after we had a – short year last year, and it uh, kind of stumbled everybody to get over it sure. you know, one year, and then it's come along. But we're we're surviving. This and, salute uh, to the farmer that you all have done for many years, I, I said earlier this was would be my 26th, but how many in total? Uh, okay, 35. 35 uh, years, and so I'm just, I'm just first, a newbie. <laughs> you're not, not too new. Uh, the first one we did was uh, Dave Thompson. We did it in the lobby and uh, didn't have food that year. So we come full circle. We're not having it this year, but we still want to give a tribute to the farmer and uh, let them know that we are supporting them 100%. Uh, uh, it's it's amazing, you know, what people are able to do in the farming community. And uh, it, it, 
behooves us to salute them and, and tell them how much we appreciate them. And uh, we're not going to have the food this year, but we're going to make a donation to the Grace County Cattlemen and for they do a great job of trying to promote their product and uh, they help with the, uh, uh, the kids. They try to offer us a, uh, oh, trying to say, uh, get involved with education and scholarship and yes, uh, making uh-huh, sure that they're, they That's know. What I'm trying to say sure, they yeah, offer a scholarship each year to the, uh, top students, uh, in the ag department. And it's very, very important that we keep them going. And I know. Also, also make a, a donation to the FFA right. and their their contribution to our future. And uh, one thing we want to emphasize: if you have a need, uh, see Ryan or his staff at Litchfield, Ryan Batcher, uh, Janine Anderson at Big Clifty Branch, or Ruth Ann Thomas at the 62 Branch. And today they will be drawing. Uh, all three branches will be drawing at noon for a. Uh, gift card of $100 or $50. So if you haven't registered, hurry on in there before noon and get your name in the pot. And uh, wow. we want to thank uh, you and your staff for <laughs> all the years that you have helped us do this. And uh, I assure you that the board, board members and the CEO and president of the bank, they appreciate the farmer. And we want to continue this. And Maybe next year we can have a hamburger. Yeah, we will have a hamburger next year. I look forward to it. Uh, Bob, I know we're going to going to talk with some other folks from the uh, agriculture community over the next few minutes, but I wanted to start with you and, and okay. as always, wish you a happy Thanksgiving and thanks for stopping by. Same back. I right. wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Everybody be safe and uh, take wear your mask, whatever you have to do. <laughs> and. Uh, Let's have a happy Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate that. That's Bob Hatfield from Wilson Amir Bank helping us salute the American farmer. And uh, as always, we try and talk with other people from the agriculture community. Family and Consumer Sciences uh, um, Director, uh, very special agent Natalie Tall, I believe, joins us on the line. Uh, Natalie, are you there? Good morning. I am here. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing very well. Haven't seen you in a haven't seen you in a while. So in a uh, hot minute. Anxious to get uh, caught up uh, with with you. What's happening in the family and consumer sciences world? So, family consumer sciences world. Um, we, like everybody else, have been um, trying to reach out to our clientele in different ways. And we just recently wrapped up a Thanksgiving um, home for the holidays uh, program where. We had uh, 91 participants actually come and pick up a ceramic platter that was donated to the Extension Office and information on how to cook a turkey, cooking with herbs and spices, and, um, you know, how to prepare a turkey safely and buy a turkey and all that fun (laughs) stuff. So we had that going on, and beginning on December the 1st, we will start our second round of Grow Grayson County um, Building People's Job Skills for Success. That's what uh, is three consecutive weeks that you participate in that? Yes, it is. And you can participate in one or you can participate in all. Um, we did two classes at the beginning of November um, focused on, you know, building the soft skills that are necessary for success in the workplace. Um, and in December, uh, the classes are at 2.30 beginning on December 1st. And there's another one December 8th and then December 15th. Classes are all at 2.30, and they're all on the Zoom platform. So they're all virtual. There's no in-person classes, um, and we're going to focus on communication. Professional skills. communication skills. It sounds very It sounds very important to me. Like uh, I, I kind of take that for granted, I think. Well, I think a lot of us do. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of us do. And what I tell people before they sign up for this class or when they're in the class is, I don't think that I'm telling you something that you don't already know. A lot of these things that we're talking about, we already know as, you know, as professionals, as adults, you know, from the workplace and from our personal relationships, but it's always really good to build on those skills. We always have something that we can improve on and something that we maybe haven't thought of before that may pop into our heads during one of these classes. And so um, that's why we're we're offering this, and people can register. Um, we have a link on our uh, website, 
GraysonExt.org. Uh, we've got a direct link on our Facebook page. You can call the office and we'll sign you up. You know, so there's a variety of ways that you can get signed up for the program. Are you going to defer to Kendra on 4-H or do you need to cover 4-H information? I will defer to Miss Kendra for right. 4-H. Very good. All right. Thanks. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Natalie. Yes, happy going to switch over. I'm going to talk to Whitney really quick. Uh, birthday girl, Whitney Carmen. Yet birth Yesterday was your birthday? Yesterday was my birthday, but today is Kendra, so you'll today have to wish her happy birthday when uh, she pops on yeah, here. Yes, when she gets there in just a second, we'll. Uh, are we going to? I don't know if I'm going to sing to her. She might not like my singing. Uh, hope you, hopefully, you had a great birthday. You're going to be a mom again in a couple of weeks. It. So, uh, super excited for that. What's happening in the? Uh, you're the ag agent for Grayson County. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's happening with you? Well, right now, a lot of our farmers are finishing up harvest, and so we're, we're you know, settling in for that, and then we're getting ready to uh, finish fall calving, and so a lot of my farmers are busy right now. And as far as programming is concerned, uh, wintertime is typically meeting season, but since we're kind of stuck where we can't do a whole lot of that right now, a lot of that is virtual. So um, I encourage anybody that is needing education or is wanting to learn more about beef production, grain production, economics, anything like that, our UK um, specialists have done a really great job of putting virtual programming online, and we are doing that through Facebook a lot. And so we, you know, we're promoting that through those um, avenues. And so if they've got questions, they can call us, and we can get them signed up, and they can watch it from the, you know, comforts of home during the holidays. You know, while they're sitting there. Um, um, at the you know in the living room, so sure. that's a good opportunity for guys to get there and gals to get their education um, through through that through the winter time. Um, when I do get back from maternity leave, hopefully that you know we'll have some programming that will. Um, I will try to have a grain meeting, and I'm doing some uh, beef projects, and that will be in February when I get back. So I will have more information on those once I get back from from leave. You know, I I was talking with Bob a minute ago, and I didn't get to, to share with I, I, The sentiment with him was that we have maybe uh, realized more in 2020 due to some food insecurity issues for many. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had more. It's been reinforced more, the importance of farmers. And it's kind of neat. Yeah. My, my worlds have come together in the last few minutes. So I'm talking mm-hmm. with you representing farmers who make the food. Yeah. And then just before the show started, our dear friend from across the street, uh, Debbie Childress, who runs yeah. the food pantry, mm-hmm. was here to talk about the bread delivery, uh, right. the, the bread products that they're doing. And so we're we're talking with you today about making the food and yep. the people you represent, and then with her, the distribution of that food to our community. It's just weird how those things interlock, especially at Thanksgiving. They really do, and and it's great. That partnership with the, the Food Alliance and the Food Pantry and the things they're doing out there are wonderful. Uh, they've got a lot of programming through Feeding America, which is farmer-driven, and, you know, it's good to see that we're able to help. Even even though our agriculture system is global, it still is local. You know, I, I want to encourage folks to know that even though what they're seeing, um, they, it's, it looks global, they're, it, we are still helping people in our local community, and our farmers are the best at doing that. I mean, they're 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 so good at helping. Um, they're, you'll see them at the food pantry. You'll see them out in the community and helping folks. And you know, that's just what we do. We we provide food for you know for the world, and we feed people. And you know, that's that's a calling that we have. So it's I'm, I'm really appreciative of that, and I think that. You know our farmers um, need a need a pat on the back for that. Happy Thanksgiving to the Carmen family. Uh, we'll Thank be praying you. for you during your maternity leave, your delivery you. maternity leave, and we'll see you real soon, Whitney. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thank you very Mark. much. That's Whitney Whitney Carmen. She's the ag agent at the Grayson County Extension Office, representing uh, Grayson County. Uh, the birthday girl is on the phone, Kendra Jones. She's the 4-H agent for Grayson County. Good morning, birthday girl. How are good you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, did you? I'm in my last lap of my thirties. The so. last lap of <laughs> your thirties. <laughs> well, you'll run this lap faster than most people because I've seen you run, and you run you run quickly. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I I was thinking about you this morning, and uh, as it pertains to me driving by the new facility mm-hmm. down on uh, Quarry Road, yes. you the day you were born, you were an extension kid. Absolutely. And I believe at that time the extension office was probably in the old hospital building. Yes, it was. It was in the old hospital building, and, you know, it's weird um, even now just driving by that building thinking about that, like, my childhood 4-H programs were in the old hospital building. Like, just the amount of change and 
space that we can do programs from there to here. And then what we're going to be able to do once we get moved is going to be incredible. I remember Miss Holland using the old library and the old extension building. And then now you've been part of uh, helping, you know, bring the new library to fruition. You're part of this new extension building. So you're in your lifetime, which you said would be your last lap in your 30s. You're about to have lived in, if you will, three different extension buildings. That has to be kind of significant to you. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but it it is. And, you know, just the fact that we get to be a part of creating this new building and being able to expand and grow our programs and what we're able to offer is, it truly is um, just heartwarming. Uh, we have lots of plans. Our volunteers have lots and lots of plans. We've talked about being able to do uh, garden plots out there and, and have our own garden demonstrations because we do have the community garden location out by the hospital, but to be able to have that at our office and have some farmer's market program and being able to do so much in one location is going to be so useful, so vital. Sure, absolutely. Hey, uh, I know you're here to talk about 4-H, so tell me about Holiday Hustle. It's very timely. It starts today, Yes. Uh, it, it does start today. So, um, of course, we have done several virtual events um, over the course of since the summer. Uh, we did the Freedom Run as a virtual event, and then we did the Honey Hop or the Honey Fest Run as a virtual event because, obviously, we couldn't have those in person. Um, so we've given people the opportunity to choose what distance they want to strive for, to shoot for a goal, um, they can do it all in one setting, or they can do it over the course of today through the 11th. Um, they'll get a shirt. They're supporting our 4-H program. Um, there's no penalty if you don't make your goal. Um, it's just more about being active, being get moving, and just being supportive of what we have going on. And your gingerbread house decorating contest, our extended family gathering back last December, we had a gingerbread decorating contest among the individual families that were represented. It was a lot of fun, so maybe I'm ready to enter the competition uh, sector of gingerbread decorating. You know, you should. I think the homemakers are also doing an adult gingerbread house contest, so you could definitely do that one. Um, We, I had... This idea spark in my head the other day with kids being home a little more now, doing the NTI work, and then, of course, the holiday break and trying to do some stuff as a family. I thought this would be a really good idea for for the kids to be able to do. So, And we're going to have some prizes. So, you know, prizes are always a good incentive to get people to participate <laughs> of course hey thanks for stopping by kendra i know your all's you. offices are closed tomorrow and friday while you enjoy the holiday but back to business as normal on monday correct yes correct all right very good thank you so much kendra happy thank thanksgiving you. to you all to uh you and the family it's uh, kendra jones whitney carman natalie tall from the grayson county extension office got to get to as we salute the american farmer courtesy of wilson and mirror bank got to get to a break back with more here on in the know now thanks And I don't know where I've been looking And I don't care where you have been before But I'm thankful to be Did you know the little bumpers on the bottom of the toilet seat Okay. Are called buculets. Buculets. B u c u l e t s. Buculets. That's what sounds like if somebody throws up. <laughs> yes. Well, you get a good look at the buculets <laughs> if you have to throw up. <laughs> oh, look, there are the buculets. Buick. <laughs> I've heard of selling Buicks, but it's com- com- completely different. Is that a baby Buick? Uh, uh, Buicklet. Misty, I am very sad that I am not able to wear my Thanksgiving my turkey drop shirt. Oh. As you know, uh, about it. maybe many people don't realize, WKRP in Cincinnati, the television show, is a how-to guide. It is Radio 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tell people, you if you want to be in this business, you've... The 101 course, you got to watch all episodes of WKRP. It's really the onboarding process here. That's right. It really is. I think about how many kids don't know. So tonight, we're going to watch 
the great turkey drop of 1978 on nice. WKRP. We're going to watch that episode. But it is not, and you all know how much I love Les Nessman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Les Nessman is just... Oh, well, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I mean, who... Uh... <laughs> So, Mr. T.J., you're from Appalachia, eh? <laughs> Appalachia. I told the Les Nessman Twitter account got me. Uh, I got a like one time because uh, I made a I made a reference to this line. Winner of this week's Gulf Coast Golf Classic was. Chai Chai Rotroguiz. Right, yes. And so I worked that into a tweet, and the Les Nessman Twitter account gave gave me a like. Nice. Uh, That's fun. Let's see. The city of Cincinnati has just been attacked by the godless tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just... It's, yeah. So it is not Thanksgiving. Absolutely. At Christmas... At Christmas, I understand that Christmas is the night before Christmas. You mm-hmm. have to. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, let's see. Shopping mall for the big WKR. Pinedale Shopping giveaway. Mall. Here so, take it away, Les Nessman. This is Les Nessman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WKR hey, Murky Thanksgiving giveaway. Hey, you got permission to be out here? What? You're blocking my store here, buddy. Don't you know who I am? Huh? I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye Newshawk Award last year. <laughs> Good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry. Creep. <laughs> so far, so good. Huh? I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. Now, the crowd is... The, the crowd is... Uh, <laughs> Curious, but well behaved. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is, is moving out into the parking area. And oh yes, I can see it now. It's a it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. A helicopter. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large <laughs> banner, and it says uh, Happy Thanks. <laughs> What a sight, ladies and gentlemen, what a sight. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, Perhaps a skydiver coming to to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. No parachutes yet. Those happy skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are, but oh my God, they're talking! It is an absolute classic and one to be shared with future generations. Uh, Fever's expression to me is always he just, you know, he just smirks like only at this place would we pull a stunt like this, you know. So there you go. The Great Turkey Drop of 78. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. Kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. MB's point to ponder for today. I'm going to say what maybe others are afraid to say. Am I the only one who thinks that the new license plates are absolutely ugly? I've not seen them, oh, nor have I. Oh, my goodness. So we, have spe- we all have specialty plates. Yes, and I hope they don't ruin the I specialty don't. plates. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a straight-up traditional plate. But it's making me wonder, like, okay, what are, now what are they going to do with the specialty plates? Because when I first heard that they were going to do the license plates different, I thought, okay, well, it's time for an update. 
But they just, they're not centered, for one. They moved the state of Kentucky over to the left, and now the numbers are balanced on the right, and that bothers my obsessive-compulsive tendencies. Oh, no, So I can't now do am that. I going to have to have a specialty one? No, you're not going to have to. Everybody's plate now, just the normal plates, it's the state of Kentucky and then your license plate number, and it's not spaced out. It's not three digits space and three digits anymore on the normal. It's all six characters oh. see, together. Oh, dear. And so see when and so now oh. now it's obvious on the road when you see them because okay. you see the state of Kentucky over here's like oh they've got a new license plate. Well, but that's not terrible. It's not the it, I don't it's know there's raised. something it about it. The font is awful. The, the I don't it's it looks just generic. Like, it looks generic. Looks very generic. It looks like something Indiana would do. Have you seen the new UK plates? Jason got a new UK plate for his new truck. No, so but I'm going to I have a feeling see I'm ready nice. for renewal and mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that I'm getting mine. Right. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's blue. It's going to be I just miss the traditional, the raised letters. That looks like the thing you buy at Kings Island with your name on it. You put on your bicycle. That's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Those look like they would be on the rack at Alvin's Island in Panama City Beach. Yes. Maybe maybe we got a good deal on them in Kentucky (laughs) saving money. You know, we got to get that pension system back up. Maybe. (laughs) Well, we're putting prisoners out of work because they're, you know, not, they don't have to stamp them anymore Mm -hmm. like that when they, so um, let's see, what else? Oh, um. Happy He's just so aloof to yeah. be a news director, yeah. you know, and just uh, that's the that's the that's the, the, best the, part of the it. beauty of it all. Um, let's see. What was, do you need to know about? For it was today? Barry Les Nesman when I first started here because that was me going <laughs> in Chally Beat. Chai Chai Rodriguez. That's exactly Beat today. Yep. Let's see. Uh, today's highlight in history. This date in 2002, President Bush signed legislation creating the Department of Homeland Security. In 1783, the British evacuated New York during the Revolutionary War. Uh, President John F. Kennedy was laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery. This date in 1963. Birthdays today. Joe Gibbs is 80. Ben Stein is 76. John Larroquette is 73. Bucky Dent is 69. Amy Grant is 60. Christina Applegate is 49. Former first daughter Barbara Pierce Bush is 39. So you'll not be surprised to learn that former first daughter Jenna Bush Hager is also 39 since they're twinks. Gone but not forgotten, Andrew Carnegie in 1835, Carrie Nation in 1846, Jolton Joe DiMaggio, born this date in 1914, and Ricardo Montalban was born this date in 1920. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Oh, that was more like the count. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get Ricardo Montalban. Mr. Rourke and Ricardo Montalban mixed up. Maybe he was the count. On Maybe. Uh, oh, by the way, on television tonight, Misty, this headline got my, or this show got my attention as it pertains to you. On NBC, a show called Women of Worth. Hmm. I know you've participated in mm-hmm. uh, women's ministry, Women of Worth thing. This is Viola Davis, Ava Longoria, Camilla Cabello, and other stars uh, showing their appreciation for everyday women dedicated to uplifting their communities by honoring their personal journeys and extraordinary efforts. Nice. So. If you're not doing anything more important, you can watch that. Plan to peel a few potatoes. Char toppers. I've already peeled my fair share of potatoes. It's a big night tonight. Pull some eggs. Oh, yeah. Crack a burger, too. By the way, I made pumpkin mousse last night. Yeah. It didn't set up. So, going to have a disappointed child. You going to try again? No, I'm thinking about putting it in a crust and baking it. See what happens to it. I mean, you can't mess it up at this point, right? That's right. I mean, it's kind of like pie at the moment. The uh, Everly Brothers were number one this date in 1957 with Wake Up Little Susie. Okay. Let's go to 1966. And the Supremes. <laughs> are you making your children eat outside? We are going to be wearing masks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because they're traveling from all over. I mean, one of them wants to eat on the trampoline anyway, I'm sure. Right? 
the Jones children have the trampoline, so it's uh, going to it's going to be a, a journey down to their house down to, to the eat Joneses. all that. <laughs> <laughs> 1966, the Supremes. You keep me hanging on. I'm thinking about opening the camper up and putting the kids in the camper, and then Jason and I, and then we just you know open good, the windows. Good idea. Excellent. Hey. Let's go to 1975. Did I mention we were going to 1975? Come on. It's jukebox day. It should be behaving better than this. No, there's no hero. It's not even a Thursday. Casey and the Sunshine Band, number one, with That's the Way. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't you all wish you could hear me try to say that drug's name again? Yeah, no, I'm, if I, hopefully we'll never need it, but if I do, I'm going to ask him for the Black Betty. <laughs> Bambalam. Bambalam, yep. Oh, Black Betty, Bambalam. <laughs> Give me a shot of it. Let's go to oh, that, please. 19. <laughs> 1984. Chuck a Chuck a 1993, Janet Jackson again. Keith Urban, somebody like you in 02. And LMFAO, sexy and I know it, number one nine years ago today. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You know, it's, we have a tradition here on Thanksgiving. So the Peanuts have MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. In the year 1621, the Pilgrims held their first Thanksgiving feast. They invited the great Indian chief, Massasoit who brought 90 of his brave Indians and a great abundance of food. Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster, who was a minister, said a prayer that went something like this. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. Amen. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show.